everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, May 30th. We are delighted. We have Anissa Gray joining us, and we have just finished reading her amazing book, The Karen Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls. Hi, Anissa. Hi, Anissa. Hi, you too. Um, okay, so tell people, give people the setup of the care and feeding of ravenously hungry girls, which we devoured like uh, so quickly. It was so good. Uh, well, it's a story about uh, what happens to a family after its matriarch, Althea, and her husband are sent to prison for defrauding neighbors, friends, and much of their community. Althea's two sisters, Lillian and Viola, are forced to return home to deal with the fallout and help raise um, Althea's two teenage daughters. What we see, I think, is a family moving through the difficulties of loss and forgiveness in some imperfect, but I like to think ultimately hopeful ways. Yes. And I I felt that way. And also, I think Mm -hmm. Julia and I were struck. Julia's a, a family of five. I'm a family of four. But... And even though we didn't have anything like this happen, like what happened in their family with Althea and Proctor, you know, going to prison, just how we all remember everything that happened in our childhood, sibling to sibling, very differently, yeah, right. and the roles that we take in how we feel responsible for each other about that. Yeah, you're 100% right. I am uh, one of five kids, I have uh, three sisters and one brother. And that sort of whole notion of sort of how we all, you know, grow up in the same house, uh, live through many of the same memories, but come away uh, viewing things quite differently. That's one of the things I was hoping to capture in the novel. Do you, do you identify with one of this, the Butler sisters more than another? Um, I would say Viola, and that is largely because that's actually where I started in writing the book. Um, The book was initially going to be about Viola, uh, who is a therapist in an eating disorders clinic, and some of those experiences were based on some of my own experiences in treatment. So um, a fair uh, amount of Viola's story um, has elements of my own. And I thought, you know, um, Anissa, that was really real. I mean, I struggled with eating disorders as well. And when you talked about... When Viola talks about it. When Viola, sorry, excuse me. The sister talks about, you know, she has to go home. She doesn't want to get there. She can't deal with it. And so she goes to her addiction, which is food, and how Mm -hmm. she just devours everything and then gets released and devours everything and gets released. I don't know that we've seen anyone write about that i never have i mean uh, portia de rossi in her book wrote a little bit about it yeah. but it was, but this is just you don't see that so i think it, it's really you know was it hard for you to be so real or for viola's character excuse yeah. me <laughs> no no that that's perfectly fine um yeah just as the writer when I decided to write about what it was like to deal with an eating disorder as I knew it, um, one of the decisions I made was to be very honest about it. And there's a scene in the book that is quite uh, vivid mm-hmm. and um, you know quite detailed. And um, I just wanted to tell the truth of it. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, having been out on tour and talking to people, talking to the two of you, um, it's been incredibly gratifying to have other people come to me and just discuss, 
want to discuss this aspect of the book. Yeah, and for me, you know, and I guess you know, I had read uh, Portia de Rossi's mm-hmm. book, and she talked about, it, but in a novel. I don't recall ever reading, and I and I loved Viola. I mean, I really just like really felt for her. I, well, I liked I, I, I liked, liked all, all the sisters. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> even as the oldest, you know, I really I could see I can see myself in Althea being a, a stubborn lady like that mm, um, very much interesting. so it's self-confessions here well oldest <laughs> the oldest that's yes. our burden to bear yes, is we're, we're stubborn and hard-headed but it made me have an understanding of um i guess of the how that i never really got that that was always like i just don't get that one i would just be like i didn't get it and it made me really feel compassion for her and also with the other sister you know with her brother and how mean Joe was, and I don't know, even though your book was hard, it felt really, it, it did feel hopeful to us, and I, and, and I, I, I hope that, you know, a lot of people are reading it, and I feel like it must be a good book club uh, pick. I, I, I hope so. I'm actually um, about to make the rounds at some book club soon, so I'm really looking forward to to talking to readers sort of in that book club setting because I'm I'm a reader first. Uh, mm-hmm. I love to read and I love to talk about books. It'll be a little bit different <laughs> right. talking to them about my book, but um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to readers in that book club setting. I've done I've talked to readers sort of on the tour setting, but right. Uh, right. to be in a room and talk to people who've read the book and uh, working our way through things, um, I'm incredibly excited about that. Cool. Did if you're your just pu- joining yeah, us, yeah, we're ahead. talking with Anessa Gray and her debut novel after being a journalist for many years at CNN and many other places, The Care and Feeding of Ravenously Hungry Girls, based on the sisters and their relationships as they go through trial and tribulations, actually, and how they come together at the end after their. And I was to- so mad at Althea and Proctor <laughs> that they got such a stiff sentence for their crime. I mean, that was very interesting, that whole the incarceration thing of it, because I think of other crimes that, you know, might be in the white collar category, but committed by white people. I mean, was that any kind of a a thing in your wanting to write this at all? Um, One of the things that you you mentioned, the white collar crime, um, (laughs) one of the things I wanted to capture and with respect to what type of crime they committed um, I thought it was important to have them commit a white-collar crime because a lot of times we see those crimes and we think, you know, that's not quite that bad. You know, yeah. and, and, and Althea says that. She says, you know, it's a victimless crime. You right. know, not a lot of people got hurt. But, in fact, people did get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that aspect of wanting to explore that element of it. Okay. But uh, you bring up the issue of race. Um, for this particular couple and these particular crimes, uh, you know, these are the sentences that judges have leeway to hand down, Mm -hmm. um, you know, with enhancements and and what have you. Um, And it's been interesting to talk to people to see, you know, the prism through which they view this, you know, do they view it as, you know, too harsh on a racial level uh, or not. So I've I've been really interested in um, in the feedback I've gotten on that. Yeah, it's so interesting to talk to an author, um, Anessa, and listening to your interest in the feedback from your book that you're giving us because we just want to hear from you. Yeah, I know. And so that's just kind of unusual because you. Well, that's you I really, guess because you're a journalist. Yeah, too. I love it. So again, the book is the care and feeding of ravenously hungry girls, 
And for me and Lori, we both have two sisters. Yeah. And so mm. I, and sometimes a relationship over here with one sister works better than one over here. And then how the telephone game happens and how you... Who's like, the peacemaker? It, <laughs> it really was interesting to me to see a family go through that process. Yeah. And it's just, it's a... It's a really great book, but we got to ask you before you leave, um, what is the last great book that you've read? Uh, Commonwealth by Anne Pichette. Yes. It's, an, it's another family novel, and it's just, she, she's a master, and this is an incredible one. It is. And has, Anissa, has anyone optioned the care and feeding of ravenously hungry girls in Hollywood? Has this been optioned? Not yet, but we'll see. Okay, fingers, <laughs> I, fingers crossed. I got to believe that people are talking to you. <laughs> Hope so. Okay. And, uh, well, you know, it, it's shopped. It's being shopped out. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I, but, I, I know, could, I could see it happening. I know. We, your we cover is so perfect. Oh yeah, your cover is. Your really cover is very lucky with the cover. They did an incredible job. The cover is everything on a book. It really is. Anissa, yeah. it was wonderful to meet you, and I hope you're going to keep writing novels. I absolutely am. Okay, wonderful. Thank you for your time, and best okay. of luck. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye bye. The book is the Karen feeding of ravenously. Hungry Girls by Anissa Gray. and um, You know what to do. 651-641-1071. We have a couple copies. If not, it's well worth it. Go get it. When we come back, oh my gosh, another one of our favorites is going to be joining us. Miss Octavia Spencer. We'll be back.